coming up on this episode of Here is an Idea. How did the idea of Z-Pod originate? The analogy I like to use is, what if your car was only meant to drive for two miles? You can imagine that car will probably look very different. It'll be designed different because the mission is completely different. And that's what we're doing with Zulupaz. We're redesigning this forgotten system that people don't really pay attention to. And we're designing it with the mission in mind. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Here is an Idea. I'm Chitra Sethi, Editorial Director at SAE Media Group. Effective lubrication is essential to any mechanical system. For example, it is responsible for providing a continuous flow of oil to the engine of the aircraft. As aircrafts have evolved, so have lubricant systems. Now, Zulupods, a startup based in Miami, Florida, has developed the Z-Pod, a self-contained sealed oil tank and pump that can be installed into existing low-cost expendable jet engines. The Z-Pod is small enough to fit in the palm of a hand and is produced with 3D printing. The technology promises to revolutionize lubricant systems design for single-use engines like those found in drones and missiles. Today, we'll be speaking with Daniela Sladen, co-founder and CTO of Zulupods, about what inspired her to create Z-Pods and the progress the company has made so far. Hi, Daniela. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. So what is a Z-Pod? Is it like a detergent pod? Yeah, so I can explain. A Z-Pod is an all-in-one lubrication system, and it replaces hardware associated with traditional lubrication systems. Things like, think about a tank, a pump, tubes, nozzles. And by packaging the lubrication system into a self-energized pod, we're able to bring down the weight, the cost, and increase the performance of the engine. That's pretty cool. So can you explain in simple terms, how does a lubricant system work in a jet plane? And how efficient are the current solutions for jet engines? Typical lubrication systems start with the lubricating fluid, which could be oil or fuel stored on the outside of the engine in a tank. So the lubrication then has to make its way into the core of the engine. This journey usually starts with a pump meant to push the oil through a network of tubes that travel through the cord passages, through a nozzle, and they spray onto the barren. Then it gets recirculated through some more tubes, sometimes through a cooler, back to the nozzle for continuous spraying onto the barren. So these current systems, they, they're efficient, but there's, there's always room for improvement. So the function of lubrication serves two purposes, to lubricate and to cool. And there's a saying in the engineering community that says, you only need a thimble of oil to lubricate, but a gallon of oil to cool. So what happens in the traditional system is a phenomenon called churn. When you spray oil onto the barren as it's rotating, you may get too much lubricant in the barren, where the barren now has to churn through the lubricant to perform. It's similar to you having to run through, let's say, um, ankle deep water on the beach versus waist high water. So it's much harder to run through when you're in waist high water. That churn can lead to decreased efficiency since the barren has to work harder to perform its regular job and increased temperatures, causing you to need more oil to cool it down. 
But if you get really good at understanding the amount of oil needed to lubricate, you don't need as much to cool. That's how Z-Pods kind of works. So let's go back to the beginning a little bit. How did the idea of Z-Pod originate and what inspired you to create it? Oh, I love this question. <laughs> Rob and I are both engineers in the mechanical aerospace world, and that's how we met, talking about physics and work-related items. It's really nothing new to us. When this idea came about, we were actually driving from our home to Orlando. Here, that's about a three to three and a half hour drive. We were with both of our kids. We have two small children, five and three years old. They keep us really busy, as you can imagine. So they were both sleeping, and we really got a chance to talk. And here we are talking about all sorts of ideas, silly ideas, funny ones. We're just bouncing off of each other. And we ended up at a crossroads of our experiences at work and where the future of these engines are headed. I was just like, what, you know, why are they trying to squeeze these complex lubrication systems into a small engine that only has to last 15 to 30 minutes? The analogy I like to use is, what if your car was only meant to drive for two miles? You can imagine that car will probably look very different. It'll be designed different because the mission is completely different. And that's what we're doing with Zulu Pods. We're redesigning this forgotten system that people don't really pay attention to. And we're designing it with the mission in mind. Very cool. So how do Z-Pods work and how big are these? Z-Pods are, like I mentioned, they're, they're an all-in-one, like a, a self-energized pod. They originate in the center of the shaft. We're using this existing hollow space. Once the pod's valve, there's a valve in there, once it activates, and we have different methods of activation, whether it's thermal activation or pressure activation, the oil is released. And since the journey for the oil is so short now, it doesn't have to go from the outside in, it's just right there, right under the bearing, we can rely on the oil traveling on the metal surface to get to where it needs to. That minimizes churn, and that creates a really efficient system. Currently, the size, they're about an inch in diameter, four inches in length. Our awesome engineers are really good at calibrating these digital models that we have, and we're able to iterate quickly with this 3D printing. So that's great for us to build models that allow us to scale our pod to various sizes and lengths and, and shapes even to accommodate for different engines. So currently they're an inch in diameter, four inches in length, but that could change depending on what engine we would be working on. And you mentioned 3D printing technology. Which method of 3D printing are you using to produce uh, the Z-Pods? The 3D printed technology is called laser powder bed fusion. It uses lasers to fuse these layers of powder material together. I'm not an expert in this space, so I couldn't elaborate much more than that. What are some of the lessons you learned along the way? Well, make friends with the supply chain. Probably true everywhere, but having the right team behind you, you know, that's so important. And having a diverse team with open-minded individuals who are encouraged to innovate. And that's been such an energy shift from what I'm used to. You know, sometimes we, as engineers, we transition from college to a big company and we expect it to be a place where you can be creative and have fun. And it's not, it ends up not being like that. I was actually talking to two of our newest engineers a few weeks ago and 
They also have experience with corporate America and they said they're just so excited to join the team to be able to have the freedom to create and have fun. You know, they said, this is just like what you thought engineering would be when you left college. And that was just really cool to hear. I love that because I think that people really thrive on being encouraged to create and just like just being human. That's something that I've been passionate about from my own experience. You know, it's hard enough not only being a woman in a male-dominated field, but being a minority woman, it can feel lonely. Uh, however, nothing compared to being a new mother in the workplace for me. Coming back after maternity leave, I felt like an alien. And I noticed that you have less and less people that look like you and less people that you can relate to you the farther you make it. And it doesn't have to be that way. So I think companies have a long way to go to really encourage that culture. And I'm hoping we can be one of the first to change that. I agree with you. How receptive is the aviation industry for this design change? We will have a fully functioning Z-Pod by the end of this year. And the industry, that's they've been very interested in our technology. You know, we've been talking to several OEMs who will be our direct customers. But what's also exciting for us is the DOD has been interested. They're actively working to get us SBIR topics, advance our technology and, and get it funded and, and really helping us to, to take it to the next level. Well, thank you so much, Daniela, for being with us on Here is an Idea. If you'd like to learn more, go to our episode page at techbriefs.com slash podcast, where you can also listen to previous episodes of Here is an Idea. If you like this episode, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. And if you have questions or any comments about the episode, please email us at feedback at saemediagroup.com. Thanks for listening.